Welcome to DeGay's Watch Degrassi, the Degrassi Rewatch podcast where my expertise and my skepticism shed a new rainbow on this after school special. Today, we are listening to the penultimate episode of season one, Under Pressure, named after the classic Queen song. Queen is one of my favorites. Under Pressure is not one of my favorite songs in theirs, though. But I like all their songs, so whatever. Here's our synopsis for this episode. Sean's complicated past is bleeding into his present. His difficulties with schoolwork are bringing up his past hardships, including a difficult family life and getting into trouble by fighting and hurting another kid. When Jimmy pushes his buttons, his insecurities get the best of him and he takes it too far with Emma. Spinner is insecure too. Testing is hard for him, partially because of his ADD. When he doesn't face his problems, he ends up going too far as well and gets himself sick. That's what happens in today's episode. I'll say this is one of my not-so-favorite episodes because it always bums me out when Sean can't get past his past. He can't hear people's advice. The episode starts off with Sean and Tracker, his brother, trying to remember history questions, and he just gets really upset because he has a hard time. Tracker mentions that his mom, their their mom called, and she's back off the booze, and she wants him to come back. Just on pills now. He obviously doesn't want to move back. He tells his brother, "You're not my social worker." He just can't express himself. Tracker tells him to keep his nose clean, but he fails at that. Obviously. Ash Ketchum hat. Fashion crime at JT as usual wearing a backwards hat does look like an Ash Ketchum hat. That's hilarious. They're talking about how stressed out they are about a media immersion test they have coming up. Did you say Ketchum or Ketchum? I don't know. Did I say it wrong? What do you think it is? Well, you said one of them. I guess I said catch them since you're saying that I said it wrong. Emma promises to help Sean with his test. Meanwhile, Liberty is like, Liberty's overcalculating what, she, you know, score she has to get. She's wearing, ooh, Liberty gets a fashion crime ticket. She's wearing like a polo shirt and her collar is rainbow. That is freaking hot. I would wear that shirt. So I don't get Is fresh and crime ticket meant to be bad or good for you? I just am using it both ways. If someone wears something that stands out, then it gets named. I mean, none of the fashion is good, is it? So even if I say it's good. Jimmy starts picking a fight with Sean again. He's always doing that. I would order fashion crime ticket. For Paige, she has a shoulder bag with a really long strap, and it's really, really furry. It probably matches one of her furry jackets she has. And you can see her colored glasses on her belt loop. They're hurrying to class because Radich is a fascist, but, surprise, Mrs. Miss Kwan is back. Terry asks Miss Kwan about if everything's okay. And she says yes, and her husband's finished with his chemo, 
And then he's getting better. He's dead. He died. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for bringing it up. Just buried him yesterday. Oscar, a.k.a. Fake Marco, raises his hand and says, I'm not feeling well, Miss Kwan. Can I be excused? That kicks off the story that there's a flu or some kind of illness going around the school. And that's ding. You see the idea forming in Spinner's mind. He's going to get sick on purpose. And this is the whatever it takes situation of the episode he throughout the episode does a bunch of stuff on purpose to try to get himself sick which is really going far to avoid a test especially when it's like you still have to take the test so since emma's helping sean extra they're at his house grabbing stuff she ends up having a conversation with tracker who kind of busts her nuts a little bit and asks if She's reporting more from the newspaper referring to Parents' Day where they got into the argument. Says, oh, you think you're a good influence on Sean? And then he kind of flips in. It's like, well, you are. He hasn't gotten in any trouble this year. And, you know, he's essentially saying, you know, that's because of you. And then she's like, wait, trouble? Did Sean get in trouble? And this opens up the door to Emma knowing about his past. They're back at Emma's house studying... She's telling him about a mnemonic device she made up to remember the HTML codes. It's very funny that they're learning HTML because it's just so old school. But she says she adds the vowels. So she could have done like, and she has S H T B C. So like you could like done like shit or something. Shit. Shit back or even just do SHD like sort of like Sally has terrible breath Clarence or something silence ho tobacco be coming <laughs> I like that one how about wait hang on what are the letters SH shoot back SHTBC <laughs> okay stupid hopping turtles uh, break concrete. That one kind of works. You can imagine turtles hopping and breaking concrete. <laughs> Savage hair bit Tom's cock. You forgot the T. Sat Tom. Oh, Tom. <laughs> uh, Famously, it begins with a T. I still like my turtle one the best. Let us know which one you liked the best. Message us or comment on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or YouTube, or email us to gazewashdegrassi at gmail.com. Silly Harry Tabby by Cheeto. Oh, that's cute. Cheeto. She always comes over when we're recording for some reason. I think she likes to upset things. Yep. Sean playfully calls her Liberty and they start being silly. Ha ha ha. And he says, I'm trouble, I'll mess you up. And she said, yeah, I heard. And that is what opens up Sean explaining to Emma that when he lived in Wasega Beach, he got in a fight with a kid and he deafened him in one ear. He what? He pushed him off the pier. He got thrown off the pier and now he can't hear. 
And that's the story of old Johnny the deer. Oh, man. Sean says he's not proud of what he did. And, you know, he's trying to be a better person, essentially. They get so into this conversation that the popcorn they were making burns. And product placement, she says, how about we have corn nuts instead? Makes me want corn nuts, even though I, whenever I get corn nuts, these are, I'm like, these break my teeth. They're not good. They remind me of being at Six Flags. So it's the next day after they, you know, had their cute study date. This is where the deleted scene from the episode is at. Uh, in the deleted scene before Sean comes into the classroom, Manny asks emma for a status update on their relationship and she confirms that they're a boyfriend and girlfriend now and they kind of go and they're very excited so that is the deleted scene of the episode one of the references to the 80s degrassi is in this episode they're starting their unit test online and the password is broomhead which in the 80s Degrassi was the classic insult. They're like, oh, you're such a broomhead. You're a broomhead. They don't really explain the origin of it, but in, like, I think the very first episode, one of the characters gets shoved in a broom closet, so I don't know if that's kind of maybe where it came from. Coconut heads. <gasps> it's a Nancy Classified reference. If you haven't seen that show, I highly recommend it. Although, I've always struggled to find it streaming. It's one of those shows where I can't find it streaming. And I really want to watch it through again. It's really funny. We're back with the 8th graders. And Terry has apparently gotten the sickness that's going around. She's gone down with the sickness? That wasn't very good. Sorry. He takes her drink and, like, licks around the rim. It's really gross, to be honest. Like... (laughs) trying to get sick like that is nasty and i doubt works yeah it's mr armstrong is passing out their tests and like says some were really disappointing and spinner says 51 percent yes he's like so stoked that he passed and it's just interesting because here i believe in most cases you have to get above a 65 to pass Anything under 65 is above an F. Above 60. Yeah. 60 is a D. But yeah, you have to get like above a 60. If you got a 51, you'd be fucked. You'd be like, you'd have failed. Mm-hmm. That's why it sounds a little weird. But they're finishing their tests um, back in media immersion. Time ends before Sean finishes. And Liberty... 45 members! Remember? Like, I would like pull the chair out from under her. I'd just be like, I don't even have to waste my energy trying to hurt you because I know there's bad energy coming your way. You're so fucking rude. She's, you know. I hope the love of your life gets stabbed. (laughs) Oh, man. That is too funny. The thing is, is that Liberty is really privileged. Her parents are lawyers, or maybe not both of them, but her dad is for sure. And so, it reminds me of the other episode where she's like, he knows the mayor. It's like, that's not a cute look, Liberty. He's a state senator. Who's the senator? 
Oh, you mean the state senator. So Jimmy busting Sean's nuts once again and making a joke sort of referring to Basketball Diaries, telling him to, like, borrow one of Spinner's Ritalin, which is pretty funny. But Sean is just in a bad mood about the test, gets pissed. They start pushing each other, and Armstrong breaks it up. But Sean says, after school, you know, be there. I'm going to beat you up, essentially. He doesn't really break it up. He's like, hey, what's going on? I can't be fucked doing anything. Back to teaching Jim. He teaches math, too. All right, kids, here's the math of Jim. This fighting after school, it's obviously a very common trope in lots of after-school specials, but it happens particularly in Degrassi Junior High. Joey ends up in a fight with uh, Dwight, I think is his name. Uh, yeah, they have a long-standing rivalry where they get in a fight and then they continue to be rivals. Spinner's new strategy for trying to avoid the test is running back and forth so that he's all hot. Smart. I guess I am just not an understander of the way your body works, but... If you run around, that doesn't make your body temperature go up. I guess I don't totally understand, like, body temperature and stuff, but, like, if you're running around, that doesn't make your body temperature go up. It does. That's, like, what they imply in this episode. But it does. I mean, it's cold warming up for a reason. Yeah, but, you know, they bend the rules in Degrassi a lot. I know you don't like anything more than a brisk walk. But when you work out, you get hot. I'll have you know that when I did my 26-minute workout today, I had my heart rate up to 167. You didn't feel warm? Oh, it was very warm. I was outside. I was sweating. Sometimes I sweat so much that I shower, and then I'm still sweating when I get out of the shower. (laughs) So there you go. If Miss Kwan felt you, she'd be like, you're hot. Right. But what I mean is, what about inside? Because then later when the nurse takes his temperature, then the nurse is like, oh, well, your temperature's normal. That's what I was thinking. Well, duh, because it's worn off by then. He's not, like, jogging in place in the nurse's office, keeping his body temperature up. Maybe he should. Spinner doesn't think things through, obviously. So, like I was referring to earlier, the nurse says, you feel fine, you know, your temperature's fine. And then he says, well, there's one tried and true method of taking temperatures. He gets a big, long thermometer, dips it in some petroleum jelly. Spinner says, I don't want that gunk in my mouth. And he says, it's not going in your mouth. So, implying that he's going to be rectally thermometering him, which is just wild. He's like, you know what? I feel much better. And he runs on out. Do you think he does that for everything? Like, kid comes with a broken arm. He's like, well, only one thing for it. And then the kid's just hobbling out like, no. I would question. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Oh, only one thing for it. Be like, um, nurse, why are you always doing the rectal thermometer on the children? Well, it makes them leave. 
they realize they don't actually need my help. Yes, but you were paying you to help them, not to threaten them. <laughs> so I'm not supposed to just take all the pills? Um, no, you're not, no. And pills? I guess you don't have codeine anywhere. Spinner's back in class, and he admits to Mrs. So Spinner admits to Mrs. Kwan that he says that he's freaked out by the test because of his ADD, which makes sense. And one of the things that's always been a little bit odd to me is, like, she asks if he's been taking his Ritalin, and if he has, then it's not his ADD. And, like... Well, Miss Kwan is a psychiatrist, obviously. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for people that have ADD, but, like, mental illnesses often aren't like, oh, you take a medication and then it's magically gone, or, like, you often ha still have symptoms or still experience Or things. also, just from a school point, like, special ed kids need different testing, you know? Yeah, the fact that he feels freaked out should be evidence that he needs extra help not and... just like well get over it yeah and so like obviously he does stuff wrong like the earwig thing but he could have better support and i often think that he like he's an example of one of those kids that should have gotten more help but didn't you know behind spinner you can see their lord of the flies sign from when they read that in basketball diaries why wouldn't he have a digital test? Well, it was a digital test, so why is it taking so long to get the results? That doesn't make sense, right? Right. They did take it online, though. Like, remember, it was like, time's right? up, you're locked so, out. Like, he should have the results instantly. They just take 24 hours. The computer takes a really long time to grade. I mean, it was the early thousands. So, Sean and Mr. Simpson have a heart-to-heart -heart about him. I'm a failure. Him. Yeah. He thinks he has screwed up this test, and this is the beginning of them kind of being closer and Snake trying to encourage Sean because he sees that he hasn't gotten as much support as he should have in his life, and Snake tries to fill in the gaps there sometimes. Well, then he, like, Sean says that's the way it is and he's like well if that's the way you're gonna be which is just one of those shitty things it's like oh you wanted him to just pep up and now that he's not all pepped up you're gonna be all pouty i think that he's just trying to explain that he's his attitude is self-defeating mm. because he thinks that he is gonna do poorly and then sometimes he does end up doing poorly just because he doesn't break out of that and that is a rut that sean ends up in where he defeats himself because of his lack of confidence that he can be better spinner is all excited because he actually did well on the test and he's very thrilled he even says i owe it all to you miss kwan it's like oh they've made up from all the like bad things that have happened between them uh-oh it's back to sean and Jimmy. Jimmy says, we don't have to do this. It's stupid. And then Sean goes for a low blow. Oh, that's why Mr. Armstrong cut you from the team. Like, you know, you're a coward is the implication. And that riles Jimmy right back up. And he's like, you know what? Fine. It's on. Let's go. 
who 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 <laughs> they're like what 13 <laughs> oh man don't expect me to watch it's like right ashley this is about you like ashley always makes everything about her and her opinion they're in the little alleyway that eventually becomes the alleyway that's next to the dot in this scene you can actually tell how close the two sets are to each other the school and this dot scene later on they make it seem like the dots farther away but in this scene you can tell that it's right next to the school because they all run over in the beginning there's not enough people there for a school fight there should be like a good 30 crowd there should be like three people deep there's like 15 20 people for a school fight no way in the Degrassi junior high scene where there's a fight, or I forget if it's junior high or high, but in the scene where uh, Joey gets in the fight, they're like on a big giant grass field and everyone's like planning to go there and some people are even like taking dates there. Like, hey, you want to go with me to the fight? Well, it wasn't like that, but like that's how it was. Like you heard a fight was going on at lunch. It was like, oh shit, fight going on at lunch. <laughs> this is going to be the best thing ever. Gotta get there on time. Yeah. But in practic- practicality terms, this is season one, and they probably still didn't want to have that many extras in case they didn't. It doesn't ever. look realistic. No, yeah, it definitely doesn't. Emma's watching. There's one part where they end up in a pile of leaves, and there's some like deleted scenes slash like bloopers where they're fighting in the leaves and they start laughing and stuff, and it's pretty funny. They start tickling each other. Fluffy fingers. Pretty soon they're laughing and hugging, going to church together. Oh no! So Emma, as usual, butts in and is like, Sean, stop. You don't try to break up a fight. But she tries to, and Sean accidentally shoves her into a aforementioned pile of leaves. She gets really upset. Admittedly, yes, she should be upset. No matter what happens, you know. You shouldn't do something like that to your partner. Then she she storms off, and that's kind of... Well, she doesn't storm off. She, she kind of goes away looking sort of afraid, and that's the end of the fight. So the real loser was Sean. Honestly, it was. And this is kind of, you know, subtext is his self-defeating attitude is what kind of leads him into this situation. Because he tells Emma earlier in the episode when he's explaining about deafening the one kid that it's something he's not proud of and that he is changing and he wants to be different. And yet he tells himself he's stupid and that he can't do anything and he ends up fighting just like before. And to a lesser extent getting himself into trouble again by pushing Emma. And now Emma can't hear his bullshit excuses. (laughs) Exactly. Jimmy calls Sean. It's the next day. Jimmy's calling Sean a coward for pushing Emma to the ground, but Ashley says, hey, you're a coward too. You fought him. Fashion crime ticket. Paige has both her furry bag and her furry jacket on. It's... Furtastic 90s wear or OO's wear. Terry has to retake or do a makeup. 
Terry asked to do a makeup because she was sick. Spinner's boasting that he did better than he thought, and he's so excited for the weekend. His dad scored these amazing tickets to something, and then he sneezes. Probably Toronto Blue Jays, since he was about to say Jays. Oh, good thought. Terry says that's just how my cold started. So the implication is that because he messed around and tried to get sick to avoid a test, now he might end up missing, I guess, the Blue Jays game with his dad. This is another one of those season one slight inconsistencies. Uh, Not just in season one, but in other seasons too. Spinner mentions his dad. And he obviously has a mom and his sister, Kendra, too, who comes up later on in season two. But eventually, in many, many seasons from now, when Spinner gets cancer, he talks about how scared he is of doctors because his dad had lung cancer and died. So his dad may have died off screen, but you think that'd be a plot point. <laughs> right? <clears throat> so Maybe it's like the room. I have lung cancer. <laughs> I have breast cancer. Never mentioned again. We're talking about the film The Room by Tommy Wiseau, uh, s- starring the the same person. Uh, if you've never seen it, I'm not sure where you can view it. Uh, Anywhere, probably. Yeah, maybe even on YouTube. But uh, if you have some spare time and you enjoy... They made that movie about it. Yeah, uh, there is a film made about it where James Franco is being Tommy Wiseau, and so oh, he's playing the other guy, right? No, yeah, you're right. He's Tommy Wiseau, and his brother's like the other guy. Yeah, he's the younger one. That's like slightly more Johnny Deppish. <laughs> that was a lot of information. But bottom line being, when does Spinner's dad die, and if it does happen between seasons two? And nine, why don't we see it happen? Right. Or you know what? It's season eight when he gets ball cancer. Mm. Yep. We're back to Sean and Snake's relationship. And Sean or Sean finds out that he actually did really well on the test. He did really well on everything he answered, even though he didn't finish. And Although that does bring into do the easy questions first and then go back. Or I don't know how the test was done, but you know. Well, that's another possible problem with online tests is you can't, like, it's not as easy to, like, go through and go back, possibly. But. I mean, yeah. I mean, anything I've had to do with education and online as a user, like a student, has sucked so hard. Like, doing math online, and you Uh, have to, like, write the answers, like, that is hard. Especially, like, if it's algebra. Because if you accidentally put the X, you know, even though a human would be like, clearly that's 8X plus 2, the computer would be like, wrong! And it's like, no, it's right. And then the teacher would be like... I noticed since you all, you know, that yes, it was wrong. And it's like, how much are you guys paying for this? I'm glad I'm not in school. That's all I have to say. I used to be inordinately good at doing, like, online testing. 
when I was going into college and I took like a French test to see if I could test out of my language. I tested into like French 200 or something and then I was like, I don't think I could actually take that class. I would be drowning. It would be like hella conjugations and I would just die. But Sean is feeling inspired that he did well and decides to try to confront Emma admits that he was wrong and tells her how well he did on his test and how excited he is that he should have listened to her and that he's sorry it's so sad and she says so am I because it's too late and that is the end of the episode it just ends right there that is the it goes there moment of this episode Sean tries to admit his wrongdoing, but it's too late to apologize. That is the end of the episode, and also, sadly, the end of Sema Part 1. Ugh, heartbreak. But don't worry, everyone. Sema comes back. Don't you worry. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with us. Next week, we will be listening to... The season finale of season one, Jagged Little Pill. In this episode, Ashley and Toby's parents are going out at the end of the school year. And Ashley, feeling a lot of pressures from people telling her who she is and that she's just a good girl, decides to take a risk. But it does not go well for her. Meanwhile, Sean is desperate to try to get Emma back, and Toby is desperate to get in there while Sean's out. Will bringing drugs into that mix work out? Do you think there's gonna be ecstasy drama? You know, it's Degrassi!